I'm excited to talk about the spoon theory in regards to motherhood. Um, it's something that I've never heard, like the concept in motherhood before. And so I want to talk about it. And I think it could be really, really powerful for a mom out there that is just feeling super drained and exhausted and a, like probably a little alone. And I just want you to know that I see you and you are not a failure and you can build a business and it not take over your family. Um, and I'm just really excited for you. So we'll talk about the, the spoon theory that I think will really, really help you. So today's podcast sponsor is my inner circle queen and badass Katie McCoy. She's the property manager for Patasla's best apartment community, Cumberland Links. Uh, I have actually created content for Cumberland Links. Uh, if you've seen a video of me jumping in a pool, that is them. Uh, they're pet friendly apartments in Patasla prove that cozy homes can be spacious as well with a variety of one and two bedroom apartments and two bedroom ranch style rental homes. Cumberland Links provides everything you need to plant your roots and create your ideal life. You can go to Cumberland Links apartment or APTS.com. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. Um, but their apartments are so beautiful. Like truly, when I went to go create content, content, I was like, this is really nice. And it's um, still really close to a lot of amenities, which is really nice too for, for um, somebody that's wanting to to move out to Pataskala, Ohio, it is a really beautiful space. So let's talk about the spoon theory when it comes to motherhood. So if you've never heard the spoon theory before, it is used for people that have chronic illnesses. And so the theory is to help people understand that when you have a chronic illness, there are so many things that you cannot control. Like people with chronic illnesses can wake up uh, and literally have no energy, have some energy, or have a lot of energy, and it's different every day for them. And they struggle to go through life because every day is so different, but the demands of life don't really care. Like, just to be super blunt, right? Like, if you work for somebody else, they don't care that you're not feeling so great. You have to go into to work, right? Or school or whatever it may be. And so the spoon theory helps you help helps other people understand. So if that person wakes up with a lot of energy, they have a lot of spoons. So they can get dressed, that's one spoon. They can um, go and get coffee, that's another spoon. They can sit at their desk and do a bunch of tasks and that's probably like a handful of spoons. They come home, they make dinner, right? They you know do the bath time for the kids, whatever it may be, right? They're just passing out all the spoons because it's a really good energetic day. Let's take, they have a, like a little bit of energy. They just cut their spoons in like more than half, like 75%. So they get ready. That's a spoon. They drive to work. That's a spoon. Now they only have two spoons left, right? They're not going to be able to have one, a super productive work day, and then two, be able to go home, make dinner, all the things. So if you are a mom, you probably have felt this right? Um, I actually, I'm going to get a little spicy for a second, but I know we can do that on the podcast. Um, I got a little uh, upset the other day because I saw somebody on Instagram. She was a health and fitness coach, or she is a health and fitness coach. And she goes, moms, let's just be honest. You're not making the time for working out, but you know you have the time. And I just got so upset because it's shaming moms into losing weight um, or just at least being healthier. And here's the thing. 
you may have the time, but you don't have the fucking energy. You don't have the spoons. Maybe you've been home with your kids all day and you're emotionally overstimulated, exhausted. You just don't have any more spoons to give, right? And when we don't necessarily know why we feel that way, we can shame ourselves. We can feel bad. We can feel like a terrible mom. But my my goal with this podcast episode is you start to identify when you wake up, how many spoons do you have, right? And it may change throughout the day as mothers. Um, like maybe you have a great morning because the kids sleep in, right? And then you, if you're with them all day or if you drop them off, they may, that may look different. Um, but when we can start to really pay attention to your energy, we can move accordingly through your day, right? The last thing that I want you to do is one, shame yourself into doing anything and two, not listen to yourself. So the more we can tap into you of like, okay, is like, I, I feel like I've had a lot of spoons today. Like I still, I'm recording this episode, um, later at night, but I don't feel drained. I had a lot of spoons today and I even like moved into my office today. Um, so I got like a fantastic workout. Um, I had some client calls, like it was a really good spoon day. Now tomorrow may be different, who knows, right? And so we want to make sure that we pay attention to this because like I said, you can really make sure you have what you need throughout the day and speak up for yourself. I want you to feel so empowered. You get to be your best advocate. And here's why this is so important. Your kids will learn how to be the best advocate for themselves by you modeling it for yourself. Mind blown, right? Like, Think of your kids. They are watching, right? And so if they see you saying, you know what? I'm going to not work out today because I am just, I'm a little tired and that's what's best for me. And then the next day you're like, you know what? I have a lot of energy today. I'm going to go ahead and, and work out. Do you guys want to work out with me? Or, you know, and you can model this in such a beautiful, powerful way, whatever it may be. It doesn't always have to be choosing what you should do, air quotes on that, right? Because we shouldn't be shooting on ourselves. We're like, we don't want our kids to shoot on themselves, <laughs> Um, so we shouldn't be doing it either. <laughs> shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> I just saw the irony in that. I apologize for that. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, but we really, I don't want you shooting all of yourself, um, all over yourself if I could talk. And so the spoon theory is just so powerful for mothers because like, I've been really open with my postpartum depression and anxiety. I've talked about it publicly and privately. And I think it's just so important because I tell you, like, there are some days that I have just not had barely any spoons and I have not felt bad about it because I feel so empowered versus with Emma, I felt like I had to hide. I felt like I had to be the perfect mom and, you know, show up on stories every single day. There wasn't like reels or anything like that back in the, back in the day. Uh, but there were stories and there were live videos and like I was working out at 445 every morning and like doing a live right after that. And like, I mean, that's what I thought I had to do. And like it, it served its purpose, I suppose, but I, I felt like I was, dying inside and I felt so alone, but I wasn't being my best advocate. 
And, um, all of my life reflected that, right? Like I felt this like wedge between my husband because no wonder, like I wasn't being open and honest with him. I, you know, felt frustrated because like I just couldn't articulate what I needed. Um, and like my business was obviously much smaller than, um, but like I couldn't even feel like I could grow it because I didn't feel like I had the confidence in myself, right? And so this round, I have been open and honest with my clients. I've been open and honest with my husband. I've been open and honest with friends, like my coaches, like anyone that's in like my circle, I've been really open and honest with. And just that alone has felt so empowering because I feel like I don't have to hide or be put together and be perfect and, you know, feel like I have to have all my shit together to like change lives. That is the furthest thing away from the truth, right? Because it actually inspires other people to be like, you know what? I actually can, you know, be my imperfect self and go for big goals and dreams and I can slow down when I need to. So I just want you, I'm encouraging you, whatever stage of motherhood you're in is just to first check in. How many spoons do you have today? Whenever you're listening to this and are you giving out too many spoons that you really don't have? right? Like it is okay to not work out today. It is okay to check your emails tomorrow and not check them today, right? Like we put so much pressure on ourselves as a mom, both personally and professionally, that it's a lot to hold. And it's not that you can't hold it, but do you have to, right? Like, is that really serving you on the highest level possible, right? And could there be another alternative, right? And when we can just really start to look at your life and business in a different lens of like, what is best for you, right? What is best for you? Because when you can come into your life and your business with the best energy and it can ebb and flow, it will ebb and flow. But when you are the main speaker, right? Really doing the air traffic control of like what is happening, it can go on the journey that it's supposed to, right? That is most perfect for you. No one knows how you're feeling inside, but you. And so when we can just really speak up for ourselves, and I know it's not always easy, um, but we get to like be really mindful of like, you know what, like what's one small step, right? Like, when I was feeling a lot of postpartum um, depression and anxiety, I didn't like go on social media and like go on live and be like, blah, this is what I'm feeling. That did not feel good, nor like the best use of like the first step. I, I chose a very small step. I went to my husband and I talked to him. I'm like, how I am operating every single day is hurting my mental health. Like, this is not good for me. This is not good for our son. I've got to make some changes and I need your help, right? And so we had a very candid conversation of it of like, okay, what do you need to help you be your best self, right? And so I just felt so empowering in that conversation because he doesn't know. If 
if he checks in with me and I'm like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Right? Like he may be able to like kind of pick up on like, okay, is she telling the truth? But he also wants to trust that I am like telling him how I'm directly feeling. Right? And so when I come to him and just literally directly tell him how I'm feeling, we can get somewhere. Right? And so you first get to be honest with yourself. Right? Like I felt so like before I went to anyone, I felt shame and I had to work through that of like, no, like I am so sleep deprived. I am caring for a baby 24 seven. He is going through a four month sleep regression. Like no wonder, like no wonder, like it, it, it's, it's literally the perfect storm. Right. And so just making a few small tweaks have literally like, I'm a whole different human and I, am showing up differently, right? Both personally and professionally because of those tweaks. And I, I don't say small to like diminish it, but like it was literally small tweaks to begin with. And then we made like big tweaks, right? But I've been reaping the rewards and healing ever since just even opening up, right? And so I just want you to feel so empowered. And like what I'm doing from a health and wellness standpoint is in like for especially having ADHD, instead of trying like I already did try <laughs> to go all in and like, I'm going to count my macros and I'm going to work out, you know, three to five times a week. Uh, like I realized, and I had to be honest with myself. I'm like, I do not have all of these spoons to give. Like I don't have the energy to count my mat- macros right now. I don't have the energy to work out that many times per week. It felt like so much unnecessary pressure. And so now what I've been doing, especially with ADHD, is like I'm going to habit stack. So right now I'm hyper-focusing on water, like to the point where I have a little bit of water left to meet my goal. I'm drinking it before I go to bed because I'm hyper-focused on that one health goal. Next week, I am going to add in walking, right? I have a treadmill that's going to be in my office. So as I'm on calls, I can get some walking in. Um, The office that I'm at, um, there's this beautiful, just like I can do a couple circles if I need to get like out in in the sun uh, and get some vitamin D. Uh, Emma loves going to the park. So like walking feels like the best next step. From there, I'm going to work on hyper-focusing on my protein. And so I'm stacking these week after week after week. After protein, it's going to be veggies. And after that, then I want to like start getting into the gym, lifting weights, because I've already built such an amazing um, habit stacking up to that. Now, if like, I didn't, again, I didn't have the spoons to do all of this. Now I do. Now I'm feeling excited. I've been making dinners for us, which feels so therapeutic and fun. Um, so I can feel me having more spoons, right? If I were to try to do everything that I did today, a couple months ago, I would probably be like, falling asleep on this podcast episode, right? And so it's just really planning your day, planning your week, planning your month according to the spoons that you have and not feeling bad about it. That is the most important thing that I want you to hear from this episode is take what you're feeling and make it work, right? Like we get to find ways. And if you work for somebody else, there's always tweaks and modifications, but you get to be your best advocate. You get to speak up for yourself. No one can truly do that but you. People can ask you how you're doing. Uh, people can like 
read like what's happening with like your body language. But like at the end of the day, like it's just so much more powerful and it feels so much better when it comes from you from an empowered standpoint rather than like somebody prying and prying and prying. You're like, fine, this is how I'm feeling, right? Like I just want you to be honest with yourself, right? And it can change every day. It can change um, literally every hour and that's okay. You're in a very beautiful, powerful season um, and there gets to be the duality. Like um, we talked about this this last weekend, but a lot of people with older kids always tell us, um, I get this all the time when I like I'm out in public or uh, I see somebody I know and they have older kids and they're like, you know, enjoy them while they're young. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. And I absolutely enjoy my kids, but it it feels to me that it diminishes all the challenges that a mother with young kids has, especially when she's like, Oh, you know, I'm stressed. And, and then the person comes back with like, well, just enjoy them while they're young. They're young. Like you're not going to have this forever. And so we just get to do better and like also feel empowered to be like, you know what? It gets to be both, right? The duality of this is hard and this is so beautiful at the same time. And if you need to lean towards one more than, you know, one more than the other in a moment, then do it, right? Like honor your emotions. And I just, I also have moments where I'm like, okay, what pressure can I take off of myself? Because yes, they are only young, this young for so long. And like Emma's at such a fun age right now. I'm just, I am truly enjoying it. There, there, there doesn't mean like there's challenging times. Like we had a meltdown today. Right. Um, but there's just so many beautiful moments. And so I just want to enjoy those every moment that they come, because I do know that they're fleeting and I do know that I'll look back and be like, Oh, take me back there. Right. But we equally like, we forget the challenges. Right. Um, and so it's just, it's a moment of just like paying attention to what you need. But the most important thing is a healthy mama um, and a wealthy mama, I should say, I should add too. But like how we get there and do it with ease, flow and fun is grabbing how many spoons you have every single day and making it work and being honest with yourself of like, how many spoons do I truly have today? And knowing it's okay if it's more of a mental health day versus a marketing day, it gets to be okay. You will still get there. There's so many powerful things you can do um, to maximize the, the big spoon days. So if you are having a big spoon day, then let's bulk up your marketing, right? Let's record more reels. Let's send some, schedule some emails. Let's, you know, knock out some tasks that have been weighing on you. So like maximize the big spoon days, meaning like you have a lot of spoons, a lot of energy. Let's do this. We're in it to win it. It feels good. And then when you don't, let's celebrate it. Like, you know what? This is going to be a Netflix day. We're just going to relax. We're going to enjoy and rest and recharge, like build in the rest and recharge proactively also like I have just noticed that that has really helped me like weekends we don't do a lot because as a family like we too we like we truly do need to recharge like both me and Jared um and so we don't book our calendar full on the weekends we're probably like <laughs> a little bit lame in that category but it's very rare that we have a full weekend. Like I try to keep it to like one thing, 
Like, if we're doing anything, it's one thing, and it's very intentional what that thing is, and it's not, like, a have to. It's a want to, so it, it is something that we're, like, looking forward to. But, like, I am very, very picky about my weekends. Uh, I love having the openness and spaciousness, and that does help me recharge so that I can have more big spoon days uh, in the future. So I want them the same for you. Uh, play with this concept, um, and it is not to uh, diminish what this means for chronic illness. Um, it's just a, a way to look at this um, of how it's used for chronic illness and also use it for motherhood. If you are a mama that also has a chronic illness, I see you. I love you. I'm just like witnessing you right now um, when it comes to anxiety and depression and postpartum um all of those things, just like, please know that you're not alone and there's so much support and love out there for you. And I know that it's not always easy, but there, you deserve support. And just that one small step can make you feel so much, so much more loved, um, that you already are loved and feel, make you feel so less alone that, that, that alone can make you feel so much better, right? Like it doesn't mean that it takes away the postpartum anxiety and depression, but when you just don't feel so alone, you're like, okay, like I can take the next step and take the next step. And if you can go at a pace that feels good to you and take some of this pressure off of you that this world puts on you, but just please, I need you to know you're an amazing mother. There's nothing wrong with you. This is you know, this is a part of the process that some of the moms go through and, um, you get to, do, you get to get the support that's best for you. So I love you. I'm witnessing you and all of motherhood. Um, but grab your spoons and let's change the world by focusing on changing you and loving on you and, um, loving on your family too. So I love you. Always here for you.